Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the All Things Self podcast. I'm your host, Emily, and I'm actually recording this on the same exact day it's supposed to be launched, which is a human error on my part, but it ties into what this episode is going to be about. So this episode is about the importance of listening to your body and taking care of yourself, which I didn't do all week last week, which led to me getting really, really sick, which led to me missing work and not being able to record a podcast episode, which leads me to why I'm recording it today. So I don't know if you can still hear in my voice that I'm sick. I still have a somewhat itchy throat and a stuffy nose, so I might not sound as clean and crisp as usual, but that's completely okay. I wanted to talk about the importance of listening to your body today because I didn't just neglect to do that last week, but I neglected to do it so much that I got so sick that I had to miss work and really just focus on taking care of myself. So this also is going to tie in with hustle culture because I was trying to hustle and grind out my work so much last week and then I was just exhausted every single night that I wound up not doing what I was supposed to do, which was resting. So we're going to get into this episode and have a good time, I suppose. So let's get into it. I wanted to start off with talking about ignoring the signals and why we should not ignore the signals that our body gives us. Our body is like yelling at us sometimes to like, please take care of yourself. And we're just like, huh, maybe later. So I wanted to talk about how I was ignoring the signals and what that led to. So I was ignoring the fact that I was completely exhausted, but I was still working. So I vividly remember last week that I was so tired. It was like nine o'clock and I was like, okay, I'm going to go to bed. I'm just going to take a shower and go to bed early, which nine o'clock is early for me and then wake up early. So I'll be fine. I'll get enough sleep. And then I was like, oh, well, let me go finish this simple task on my computer. Yeah. Two and a half hours later, it was like 1130, almost midnight. I finally get into bed and then you know what I do? I scroll on my phone. How is that resting? How is that prioritizing myself? It isn't. I've been spiraling into this problem with when I'm going to bed and I know I need rest. I like scroll on TikTok or I watch a YouTube video or I read something on my phone and I just need to ditch that. Ditch the cellular and pick up a regular book and read until I'm tired. But I was ignoring the fact I was tired and I was doing anything but sleeping. And this led me to not nearly getting enough sleep, obviously, because I'd fall asleep between like 1 and 2 a.m. And then I try to wake up at like 8.30, 9 a.m. And for me personally, I need a minimum of like eight and a half hours of sleep. Usually I like to get between 9 and 10. It makes me feel my best when I get that much sleep. But I was getting between six to like seven and a half hours of sleep, which wasn't enough for me at all. And this also led me to pushing aside my priorities, which I shouldn't have done in the first place. I am all about putting yourself first, prioritizing your needs, prioritizing your life. And it was really just like slapping me in the face that I was pushing aside my priorities, which was getting enough sleep, 
eating whole clean meals. Oh my gosh, last week I was not eating the best for myself. I was eating like garbage for myself, honestly. I usually eat a bunch of clean meals throughout the day and I'll have the occasional snack or two that's like not so clean, like a little chocolate mug cake. Mm, Delicious. But I was not doing that, guys. I was pushing aside my priorities, sleeping, eating clean, resting, reading, meditating, working out. I wasn't doing any of that last week. And those are all so important to me. They're on my daily tracker is to read, to do um, the To Be Magnetic course, which is something different I'll talk about in a later episode, to do a quick tidy, to meditate and to work out or move my body in some way. And I wasn't doing any of that. So that's probably another reason why I got sick. I was ignoring my intuition, ignoring the signals of what I should do and doing everything but what I knew I should do. So when I decided to ignore these signals and just grind it out and be a part of hustle culture and work literally 10 hours a day on the days that I didn't need to work 10 hours a day, this led me to getting the worst head cold I've gotten in years in years. Okay. I got a really sore itchy throat that was starting to get inflamed. So I was worried I was getting strep because earlier this year, I worked myself so much and stressed myself out so much. I got strep throat and I've never had strep throat before up until this year. So I had a really sore throat, a really inflamed itchy sore throat. I started getting an earache. I was getting migraines every single day behind my left eyeball or my right eyeball, one of those ones. I, have, I don't have a migraine now, so I'm not really sure. I had a stuffy, congested, inflamed sinuses. I already have a blocked sinus cavity that doesn't let in as much air as my other one does. So when they're both blocked up, it's the absolute, absolute worst thing ever. So I had that as well as it was like kind of runny. I had a fever at one point. Like this was just such a bad head cold. And I know what you're thinking or what some of you might be thinking, you know, the coronavirus. I went to the doctors. I don't have that. And I don't have the flu either. I actually already had the flu this year. Unfortunately, like this has been a rough winter for me. And it's because I've been constantly stressed out and I know what my number one stressor is. And I'm eliminating eliminating that soon, which is very important. But once I do that, I'm going to have a podcast episode about it, but we're not going to talk about that today. So it led to me, ignoring the signals led to me getting sick. And this also led to me having an emotional breakdown. So I've been getting sick every year since I can remember. I was born with pneumonia. I was born premature. I was born with an underdeveloped lung that never fully developed again from the ages of zero. So like newborn to five, I'd stop breathing all the time, like all the time. And then from I think like five to 13 or maybe even before five, I was hooked up to a nebulizer whenever I got sick. I have very bad asthma. It's a lot better than what it used to be, but I still have asthma. And when I get sick, I usually use my inhaler a few times. I had to use it this weekend. That's when that's how I knew I was getting like too sick, too sick. And all of this and me being sick and me feeling like I wasn't doing enough for myself and for my relationship because I wasn't bringing in an income because I've been sick so much this year. And I, again, I really think it deals with a lot of the stressors I have in my life and figuring a way to manage those or eliminate them is really important to me right now. But I've been sick four or five times like and haven't been working as much as I 
could have, I guess. And I felt really crappy about my relationship because I wasn't providing a sufficient income and he was really nice about it. And he was like, it's fine. But I didn't feel like I was fine. So I led myself to having an emotional breakdown. And I also missed out on work, which missing out on work wasn't as big of a priority as much as it was not bringing in an income this week. But yeah, so I got sick. I had emotional breakdown. I was completely depleted of any energy, any energy I could have even had. So I decided I need to listen to my body. And the first day I got sick, this was really, really hard. My boyfriend was like, you need to take care of yourself right now and you need to just rest. Like, please just rest. And I was like, but I still have so much work I need to do and I need to record a podcast episode and I need to do this and I need to do that. And he was like, just rest. And I was trying to resist this for so long. So I had to push through that because I'm very much a go-getter and I want to do everything on my to-do list. And when I can't do everything on my to-do list, I feel really crappy about it. So that's what was happening in my mind. The first like two days, day and a half, I got sick. I just was beating myself up about being sick and not being able to work, which do not do. Like this is a whole part of listening to your body is also listening to how you're feeling. And I was just beating myself up for absolutely no reason. So when I decided to start actually listening to my body, I was eating very light, easy meals that were like easy on my stomach and easy for my body. Now, what I wasn't doing was eating junk meals. Okay, I did have some chips, but I didn't feel that good about it when I was eating them. But, you know, there's this pattern I see, and this happened to me when I was younger, where I'd eat like garbage when I was sick because that was convenient for me. It was convenient to not cook a meal, to not cook anything, and just kind of grab a bag of chips and eat it or make a peanut butter sandwich and eat it. Now, I'm not saying don't do those things at all, but I feel like personally, when you're sick, you should be eating a ton of fruit, a ton of veggies, whole grains, like bone broth, whatever works for you because it's important to fill yourself up with nutrients because you're replenishing your body. So I was eating light, healthy meals. I ate steamed vegetables with some pasta and like olive oil, something really simple. I had a quinoa vegetable soup that was really good. I had a yogurt bowl with just a ton of nuts that was easy for me to digest. And I just stuck to eating simple meals. I also focused on drinking a lot of hot beverages like teas to kind of coat my throat and help me have it not hurt so much. And then I also was using these oils that my friend's mom gave me to just help clear up my sinuses and stuff and help my sore throat. And they worked very, very well. The only thing is one of them actually wound up giving me a migraine, I think, or it just amplified the migraine I already had. So I'm just not going to use that one, but the other one is gold. So shout out to her. Thank you. Um, and then I slept, I slept again and I slept some more. Okay. And if I wasn't sleeping, I was resting, like sitting on my couch doing absolutely nothing. I needed to rest. And if I wasn't able to fall asleep, just laying on the couch or laying in my bed and doing nothing was still allowing my body to rest and feel better. And I also had a mindless day. So this is really, really hard for me. And I don't know if it's hard for anyone else, but I 
have such a hard time with doing nothing all day, like binge watching Netflix or binge watching YouTube or just sitting on the couch. Like I cannot do it. So this was really, really hard for me to do. But my friend was like, Emily, you need to have a day where you do nothing. And my boyfriend said the same thing. You need to have a day where you do nothing. So I finally was like, oh, fine. And Saturday, I didn't do anything. I just watched a ton of YouTube. I watched a ton of Netflix. The only things I did was make some food for myself to eat. But besides that, I didn't do anything. And it was really good for me. I was able to actually rest and restore a lot of my energy that day. That was a day I started feeling the best. Like after Saturday and like Sunday. So yesterday, I felt so much better compared to Friday and Saturday morning. And I also, so the only productive thing I really did was I did a reflection and a little bit of computer work. I really should enough and I should have allowed myself to take a step back from it. But I am a work in progress just like all of us. And this was really good for me to just do a little bit of computer work and write out a reflection for myself to make me feel better about resting without actually having to get off the couch and really like write out an entire blog post or record a podcast episode or film a video or anything. I just was resting even though I was still doing things that were productive for me. So what happens when we decide to start listening to our bodies? Well, let me tell you, friends, everything shifts. Everything shifts. When you decide to start listening to your body and doing what it needs to do, it's going to thank you in the best way. Now, it may take a few days to really start to replenish yourself and to really show you that it's thankful, but it will thankful it will thankful. It will thank you, okay? So, when I decided to start listening to my body, I finally was able to let go and rest and replenish myself and my body like today. So, I decided to really start listening to my body Saturday and Sunday. So, today, Monday, I was able to breathe out of my nose. Mostly, I'm still a little congested, but I'm mostly not congested. I was able to do yoga and do a quick Melissa Wood Health workout. I was able to meditate for a little while and I just feel so good about it. And I was able to get out of this really funky mindset. So when we listen to our bodies, it thanks us. You know, given half the chance, our body will heal itself by itself. But most of the time, we are not giving our bodies that chance. We are pushing it to its limits and beyond its limits. We are constantly asking more of our body than it is capable of. And when we allow it to have time to restore and replenish itself, it's so thankful. It is so grateful for you. And it'll do exactly what it needs to do for you and do what you need it to do for yourself as well. So we really need to prioritize taking care of ourselves, whether it be taking a step back and having a mindless day, making sure we're eating all of the nutrients and eating clean meals for ourselves because it makes us feel good, resting or taking naps when we need to take naps throughout the day, or going to bed an hour or two earlier because you know you need the extra rest, or reading instead of scrolling on your phone. You know, when we decide to start take care when we decide to start taking care of ourselves and listen to our body, everything starts to align the way it should align. And we start to feel our best because we're doing the best for ourselves. And this all lines up with becoming your best self, in my opinion. 
I am very much an advocate of finding, unlocking, discovering, being, becoming, and living as your best self. And in order to do that, you need to listen to your body, take care of yourself when you need to take care of yourself, take a step back when you need to take a step back, and really prioritize yourself and your needs. And when you're neglecting your body and you're neglecting taking care of yourself, you're not your best self. You are your anti-self. You are your worst half of yourself. I like the anti-self better. Shout out to Coach Mike. Uh, um, but yeah, you are your anti-self and you're not taking care of yourself because you're more focused on outside situations and outside influences than what's inside of you. So it's so important to listen to your body. I'm honestly at this point losing track of what to say. I'm still a bit sick. I have a little bit of sick brain left inside of me, but I hope I got the message across. I really think it's important to listen to your body, to take care of yourself, to prioritize your needs, to prioritize your wants, to prioritize yourself. Put yourself first. I am such a person who loves to put themselves first nowadays and I discover new ways to put myself first every single day, every single week. And sometimes I see myself falling back into old patterns and old habits, and I'm able to realize it a lot sooner than I used to. Excusing this time when I got, or actually when I got sick, I was realizing what I was doing and I just was ignoring it. So <laughs> that's just a lesson in itself and stop ignoring yourself, Emily. But when we start to put ourselves first and listen to our bodies and take care of ourselves, we start to become and show up as our best selves, which is so important and I think is such a beautiful process. So yeah, this that's all for this week's episode. I'm starting to get more congested and I don't know if you can tell, but my voice is starting to just like poop out because I've been talking for way longer than I've talked in the past few days. So I'm going to go. I hope you got something out of this episode. It was a little bit of a ramble ramble episode, but I wanted to put something out about how I was feeling today. So thank you for listening. I appreciate you so, so much. If you're interested in following me on any of my other platforms, my Instagram, my website, and my YouTube is linked below. Now, I know I said in the last episode, I think I was going to ditch YouTube. I'm still on the fence. So if you want to subscribe, you're more than welcome to subscribe and join the fam. I also send out a newsletter at the beginning of each month. So you can subscribe to that on my website down below. I am launching my coaching program soon, which I'm super pumped about. And the details about that will be out probably next episode or the episode after that or just follow my Instagram or my website because I'll post it there as well. If you want to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, please do. It'll mean the absolute world to me. And I think that is all. I post episodes every Monday on the podcast, so I will chat with you all next Monday. Thank you for listening. Please take care of yourself. Please listen to your body. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye, everyone.
I wanted to start off with talking about ignoring the signals and why we should not ignore the signals that our body gives us. Our body is like yelling at us sometimes to like, please take care of yourself. And we're just like, huh, maybe later. So I wanted to talk about how I was ignoring the signals and what that led to. So I was ignoring the fact that I was completely exhausted, but I was still working. So I vividly remember last week that I was so tired. It was like nine o'clock and I was like, okay, I'm going to go to bed. I'm just going to take a shower and go to bed early, which nine o'clock is early for me and then wake up early. So I'll be fine. I'll get enough sleep. And then I was like, oh, well, let me go finish this simple task on my computer. Yeah. Two and a half. 